How Noah's Flood Shaped Our Earth by Michael J. Ord and John K. Reed Originally published in April 2017 Chapter 13 The Enduring Power of Noah's Account Noah's Flood Matters It is a focal point in human history. At first, the event itself radically changed the direction of the past, destroying man and animals, and creating a bottleneck for culture and biology that resonates today. Ancient history is the recovery of human civilization, with all of its benefits and all of its evils, from the greatest extinction event the world will ever see until the very end of history. In modern history, the Flood has been another focal point. It has been at the heart of an intellectual revolution, a battle for the mind and soul of Western civilization. Several centuries ago, the enemies of Christianity developed a long-term strategic goal of discrediting Christian faith by discrediting its historical foundations. They started with Noah's Flood and succeeded beyond their wildest expectations. But in doing so, they are discovering that humans are consistent. If they see Christianity is not true, then they see no reason to maintain the cultural accoutrements that accompanied it, the things that enable and create civilization. As the church watches this cultural collapse, a few Christians have begun to understand how pivotal Noah's flood was to this process, and have begun trying to recover its historical reality to counter the forces of contemporary chaos. Perhaps the most amazing thing about Noah's flood is the ease with which people abandon it, especially given the wide variety of evidence from the rock and fossil record that supports the biblical narrative. Everything from the sedimentary rock record to erosional landforms on our planet bears testimony to the reality of a global flood and a post-flood ice age. Having reviewed this evidence, what does it all mean? If the flood was a real historical event, how does that affect my daily decisions? Even if the world is only thousands of years old, so what? The meaning of the flood runs much deeper than geology and geography. Because the enemies of Christianity used it as a wedge to attack the church, they made it of much greater importance to our day and age. As we look at the implications of its importance, we will see how it has become one of the most powerful historical narratives in human history. The Bible is true all of the time. Asserting the truth of the flood means defending the idea that the entire Bible is true. After all, Noah is the point in human history that was most viciously attacked by the secular naturalists of the modern age. Secular natural history, from the Big Bang to billions of years, to evolution, and finally to the rise of humanity, is an ongoing attempt to discredit the Bible by discrediting its history. For nearly 2,000 years, the Bible was seen in the West as God's revelation to man. It was God's universal message to man, condensed into a mere 66 books. Some of it is puzzling. We might have written otherwise, had we to communicate the essence of truth in such a limited way. But people in Europe and America once had no doubts that it was true and that it was from God. For that reason, they ordered their behavior, their marriages, their families, and their society on the things it taught. They were not perfect. They were not consistent. They were sinners, yet knew it. The culture they built is the one we continue to enjoy today, although the Christian blessings are slowly slipping away. It has been expressed as living off the interest of the Christian capital of the past. 
Today, most people think the Bible is not true. It may be an interesting book. It may hold ethical teachings that benefit many people, but the sense of awe and wonder is gone. It is not from God. It is not unique. It does not demand our obedience, grudging, or happy. This belief goes back to the idea that the Bible's history is contrary to science and therefore wrong. If the history is wrong in Genesis, then it is suspect elsewhere. If the history is suspect, then the rules that order our lives and nations are too. Yet, if Noah's flood did happen, then it is secular natural history that is wrong. If secular natural history is wrong, then so is the secular philosophy that has replaced Christianity. If the Bible is right, its history, laws, ethical teachings, gospel, direction, and predictions of the future are sound and dependable. Christianity is not an outmoded religious construct. It is the only sure hope for a suicidal culture. Lessons from the Account If Noah's flood happened as the Bible teaches, the lessons of the flood remain alive and relevant to this day. The first lesson is that man is evil by nature, not good. Most people left to themselves will murder, steal, seek sexual pleasure at the expense of their neighbor, lie, cheat, and disobey laws and conventional morality. It was the naked depravity of mankind that brought the flood. The second lesson is that God is not asleep. He allowed men to live out their evil nature. Finally, he acted. He judged and executed the justice of his nature. The result was the total destruction of man and his environment. His works, cities, arts, music, monuments, and wealth were not simply overthrown. They were obliterated. We find extremely little or no record of them in the rocks. That is not because they did not exist prior to the rock record, but that their evil was so abhorrent in God's sight that he shattered it beyond recognition. And he promised another judgment on evil in passages like 2 Peter 3. This one will be with fire, not water. Judgment may be delayed for a time, but it is inevitable. The third lesson is that God is gracious to some. Those that please him can find salvation. Noah and his family found it in the ark. The Bible tells us that our ark is Jesus. He is the only entity in the entire universe that can save people from the coming awful justice of God. Only in him can people find refuge from condemnation. His salvation is offered freely in the gospel. People who reject it will spend an eternity regretting that decision, just as the people drowning in the flood castigated themselves for rejecting Noah's offer of physical salvation. People who embrace the gospel will spend the same eternity amazed at its extent and will enter a new world that will grant them all the joys of lost Eden. The Flood and Science Interesting, but not the main point. There is a sense in which forensic investigations of the flood are important. They provide a reasoned response to the secular detractors of the past centuries. They show the attacks on the Bible through the facet of biblical history to be lies that have only opened the door to modern misery. Claims that faith is irrational, that it is opposed to science, and that it is the refuge of the ignorant are all refuted by every piece of reasoned evidence for the flood and the other evidence described in the Bible. Most importantly, they show that these arguments are the products of faith. Not in God, but in man and his power to order his own life. They rise out of a faith-based worldview that rejects Christianity. 
not after reasoned investigation, but from a desire to suppress the truth and exchange it for lies. In that sense, secular natural history is a gigantic effort to deny the obvious. Christians must understand and refute the worldview. They must understand that at its roots, it is the ages-long war between God and Satan. Only in these contexts will the truth stand in bold and stark contrast to the post-Christian atheism of the West and its far darker child of postmodern nihilism, an anarchist denial of almost everything. Thus, the issues are those of life and death, of good and evil, of truth and lies, and of beauty and ugliness. Ignoring those realities in the name of various sterile sub-sub-sub-specialties of various scientific disciplines has been a serious error of the Church for many years. At heart, the debate is the age-old question, Has God said? And the age-old answer, Seek the Lord while he may be found. We hope you find him. If you enjoyed this chapter from the book, then you'll want to get a copy of How Noah's Flood Shaped Our Earth at creation.com. It will give you a new appreciation for the power and impact of Noah's Flood, a pivotal event in the history of our planet. It was the biblical flood, not millions of years, that deposited thousands of meters of folded, bent, and twisted rock strata all over the earth, and the billions of fossils contained therein. Researchers Ord and Reed have done a marvelous job compiling geological evidence for the Flood, as well as providing an easily understood interpretation of the dynamic processes that occurred before, during, and after the Flood, which radically altered the planet. The scriptures and your faith will come alive as you see the evidence for Noah's Flood throughout the Earth. So head over to creation.com store and get a copy of How Noah's Flood Shaped Our Earth in softcover, EPUB, or Kindle formats. I am Joseph Darnell, and for everyone at Creation Ministries International here in the U.S. and everywhere else around the globe, thanks for listening.